Blog Talk Radio. Mickey on the track. I I'm a 
Listen, have you been right at the point of ready? Perfect shoes, perfect dress, perfect hair, perfect makeup, and you look a fool. Well, we're going to stop all that right now. Kevin Foster is the person for you. Aside from him being able to travel to you, being known for his white tape series, he offers a unique experience that's very, very inexpensive. It'll be worth the money that you spend. Prices start at $125. If you would like an appointment with Kevin, call 770-407-9025 to set an appointment. Tell him that the Empress sent you. It's Instagram, Facebook, or on KFOS Photography. Tell him the Empress you look bad, you feel bad, and your bedroom gymnastics just are plain done. You ain't on fleek. The best way to tap into your inner sexy is to find it with Nia Jackson. Yes, Nia is the owner and operator of PYT Studios. And let's, let's say you want to learn how to twerk. What about pole dancing? What about booty pop? What about just learning a sexy dance for his next birthday? Yes, she is here in Hoover. She will help you learn your pace, carve out that tone, sexy body that you have, while all at the same time teaching you how to be a beast in the bedroom. Contact Nia at PYTstudios.com or call her at 205-444-0066. Tell her the Empress sent you. I don't even know. I can't even tell you about the movie. 
through something about this woman being able to strange people that did something for me. Maybe that's the reason why I like radio. I don't know because, you know, it's, it's a legitimate business. I know when I was probably 14, 15 years old, there used to be tons of commercials that came on after 10 o'clock, and I know some of you are old as I am, and you remember, there used to be these phone six operator numbers, and there were those numbers for this type of girl and that type of guy and all kind of things. And I was just like, I, it was beyond me that I, I could not understand how any of just simple talk could move someone. Um, the same thing with video, pornography, if you want to put it in a category, just sensual, visual stimulation is just kind of odd. didn't think that people really uh, did that, but it's like a super huge business. It's like a huge, huge business. Um, whether or not people admit to it or not, it is one of the major resources and sources of uh, downloads log-ons and interactions on social media, that's everything, everything from Facebook to Twitter to Instagram. Uh, one of the very first, uh, one of the largest uh, social media feeds was, and I can't even, and I didn't write it down because I couldn't think about it. I thought it was a long day today. Like I tried to focus, and everything that I needed to be reading for this show tonight just got superseded by something else. And, and I couldn't get my my mind together, but um, I'm trying. I'm trying really hard. But there used to be this site where you could put in specific, and I think it was it's still up and running today. I can't really think of the name of it, but people were, were searching for anything. If you wanted to buy a couch, you could go on this site, search it up. Uh, if you wanted to have a girlfriend, if you wanted a date, if you wanted to just meet someone at the Walmart up the street, do that as well. It wasn't MySpace. MySpace comes to mind, but it was around the same time that MySpace was pretty big. It was prior to Facebook, but of course, Facebook is thinking on that same light. There are different types of sexual innuendo for people. Some things are just an absolute for them. Anything from toes to the way that your uh, hair is uh, to the colors that you wear. And that's just individual. It's not something that's absolutely right or absolutely wrong. And the truth of the matter is, is everybody's sexual. No matter whether people want to have an active relationship or not, it's up to uh, that person to, I guess, initiate it or actuate it. But it is absolutely there. There is and, and there are conditions where people are just depressed with their sexual uh, activity, they're depressed with their sexual arousal and those sorts of things. And we'll talk some about those things tonight. I had asked a guest to come on to the show, and she's been she's at the end of her uh, learning experience. So some of her time is, well, a lot of the time she says is is found into uh, discovery and writing papers and all of the things that are great in college and education. Praise Allah that I'm not into that part of my life anymore because I don't, I got it and, and I don't need to think I want to go back again. I would definitely go back if I had the time, but again, time is just so of the essence for me. And I'm going to tell you, sex is another thing. You have to make time for it. Like, I, I'm going to get into that in just a little bit. But I'm going to tell you, some people are just like, I don't know if they're in a closet about it. They want to act as if that is not something that is a part of their. Uh, natural being. It is very, very, and I'm not talking about intercourse. 
as much as I'm just talking about sexual awareness, uh, sexual uh, taste, um, those things are just the truth. And I ask women several different questions, ask them different things with regard to sex, and women in particular, because I think when you talk about sex, you say the word sex, and if you get specific about sexual things, people are automatically turned off when they say, oh, a female saying those things, or there, this is a conversation about sex, and this is a, a girl, this is not a man, like, that's a man's issue, like, we're going, we just got so much Jesus, and we got so much everything else that we act as is that this is not real, all the same, all at the same time having babies, all at the same time, um, you know, being satisfied, obviously, and, and, and I'm not saying that everybody's having sex, I'm just saying that everybody has a sexual awareness, whether or not you are uh, intact with it, pay attention to it, feed it or not. Some people just want to act like it's there and they're just going to go away from it. Now, I say that to say this because I asked a couple questions in some of my groups, and it was just so funny. I mean, we had great conversations in one of my groups, and then in the other of my girlfriend groups, I got all the way up to 108, um, 108 uh, or informations or answers back comments. That had to do with uh, being honest. Okay. I, I, okay. Listen, everybody's not blessed to have the same things, but some of the things that we are all blessed to have, then we can have conversations about those things, like the truth in those areas. And the truth of the matter is this. People who want to be in relationships that are more than just relationships with your brother, sister, mama, daddy, cousins, friends, relatives, coworkers, have intimate relationships that involve sexual attraction, sexual activity, sexual awareness. And some people are just clueless about what that is, and they pervert it to a point where they don't want to talk about it at all. Now, I just simply posted a picture inside of one of my groups, and if you are a female, you can join the group. If you're not, you won't get it. And, and, you know, I started to say the name of it. I was infiltrated early when I started this group with a guy, and he was just going through just liking everything. Ooh, he was loving her comment. He was loving I'm like, baby, you're not even supposed to be up in here. Get out. Because men get, women get distracted to the point of us changing the way we would normally act, changing the things that we would naturally want, uh, changing the game altogether for the fact of satisfaction of another. Now, in in, in love and relationships, I think there is space for that. I also think that we have to understand that a part of that interaction should at least be fulfilling. Like, this should not be like a second job. You should not be getting a W-2 from having to have sex with someone that you're in a relationship with. If it's a chore, then it's I, I, I don't know. I don't think, you know, and I may be wrong in this, but I don't think that it should be a chore. I don't think that it should be something that you just have to work into the schedule. It should be more of a desire. It should be more of a wanting. Because for me uh, and the definitions of where I am with this subject tonight, I think that it should be more of a vacation. It should be a, a wanting. It should be something of a giving to yourself as well as sharing with another person. Now, some people just don't feel that way. Um, I do believe that there are people who are just totally asexual, and they just don't, like, this is not with them. And I would venture to say that something chemically or something uh, fraternally has happened on the outside of them 
feel that way because it's just as natural as breathing. It's just as natural as thinking, although we know some people don't. But, I mean, it's just on the minds of people. If it, and if it's not on your mind, all you have to do is turn on the television and it shortly will be there. Um, whatever, wherever you are in your life, whether you're a teenager, and then sometimes even before preteen, unfortunately, these awareness ideals and progressions of self, they come up and you're like, oh, my God, what are we going to really do? But I put a picture up in a group, and it was just a simple picture that it was really a simple picture because it was a guy who had an agreement actually with his fiance then that they were going to get married and that they, uh, I guess you could say they had agreed not to have sex before or do anything in any sexual nature because they had this picture. I know why you could have fooled me with this liberty PC. I don't know how, to, how she did it. And actually, these, this is not a real happening. I can't tell you for sure that I know anybody who's had this happen. Um, I do know and have counsel with people who have had situations that are similar. But to this extent, this is like excessive because this cool piece, first of all, I don't want to discount the little bit of penis that he has as nothing. I'm just saying that it is obviously extremely not appropriate for his age and body because, there, you know, at some point you know when things are not progressing along, and this picture is, I think, extremely exaggerated. And it says, after agreeing with your partner not to have sex before marriage, what would you do if you signed this on your honeymoon? So the honeymoon is a confirmation point of when you have sex. Actually, statistics have shown that a lot of people don't even have sex on that night because they're extremely tired. Uh, some people actually make an extra effort to have sex and consummate their marriage. I've even heard that certain states say that you have to have marriage. You have to have sex on your marriage night in order for it to be legalized. But there's nothing that I've had that was concrete to validate that. But if you're a grown person, grown and in body and fully capable of fans and marriage, you know, I think the idea in marriage that it is a significant of a relationship type for you to go ahead and have, you know, relations with this person. And if you have waited for that particular moment with that person and then you get with them and then they don't have exactly what you need, and in this case what you can see, I'm not sure how you know what you're supposed to do. So what I did is I asked women and I asked uh, as many women, as many as 235 women, this question. Very few of the women had a lot of elaboration to say, but it said, what would you do if you found out that night that they didn't have, you know, the equipment, you know, to have sex with you, I guess. And it's hard to say uh, what you would say. You know, I don't, I, I refrain from answering the questions fully. Uh, it diverted from, you know, I, I, I knew asking women about sex, they would immediately start to cover their personal selves or their personal appearance of, of, of open about their sexual desires. And this is basically a biology question. If you were married to, or you had married someone, a husband, and your husband did not have the capability of penetrating you, what would you do? And some women just plain, I said, I'm out. And actually, my friend Lee Lee just was the first one. She said, I'm out. 
just straight off the cuff. It ain't happening. I'm out. Uh, a couple others said they would get an annulment. Uh, one other person said, this is the ground for an annulment, and there's nothing that I could do with that, leave it alone. And, you know, I even said, now, if this person was taking care of the entirety of your whole other part of your life, just the sexual part would have to be, you know, somewhere else, you know, satisfied. One woman said, no, I wouldn't do it because it's a setup for me to cheat. It is not going to happen. One said he's got a mangina. Um, other women just asked if this was actually real. And actually, there are real cases. I don't know to this extent. Um, there is more often than too little of a penis, big of a penis, and it's all about hormones, it's all about growth hormones, it's all about in proportion to what they have grown in puberty and the continued production in um, adult life most of the time. So it's more often that he is what we would call, quote, unquote, ruined than him being like, well under the table, like this photo, baby. I mean, we made a nickname, and I and I, and I knew it would happen because this is what happens, happens, period. When people do not know exactly what to do with certain types of information, we started to give it names, and we called him Button. We said he had a Button penis, and some women just laughed. Some women said that this was not uh, fair, um, that, you know, this is a part of not being honest, when you know for a fact that you have someone who wants to have a intimate relationship with you and you're not capable, then what do you do? Um, and we went into more detail, of course, about just the size of this little pee But we finally got to the point of asking the questions about orgasm and what orgasm is, what, what it is for women, because believe it or not, the, a majority of women, do not experience orgasm even after having had children, uh, having been married, after even having had multiple partners. And it's because there are more things to sex than just the biology. And, of course, we get hung up on some of the things that everybody knows, you know, go in there and y'all say, uh, uh, uh. Like, everybody knows that part. But the parts that people don't know is that the, 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 the sex is really an and I say necessity, I never found in anywhere, shape, or form, in anything that I have studied or even tried to research for this particular show and other shows where it said it is a necessity. But the the the, the holistic view of the human person, human body, uh, human uh, existence has different parts to it. Uh, we know that because we have practiced uh, different forms of uh, stress relief, uh, curative, exercise. I mean, it's so many benefits to having sex, not even good sex, just sex, period, that you would be surprised. There are some health benefits that come along with it, and then there are some spiritual benefits as well. And I know she on the phone because I'm looking at her number, and I, kind of, I want to introduce the chakras because I think, that it's it's a it's really a very involved show. I like this part of this part of the conversation because it's something that I have learned a little bit about. I started to look into different realms of existence, not Buddha. I don't do. I'm scared of that. 
Because I think that the spiritual world is just as aware and awake as the natural world. And sometimes you can delve over into stuff that ain't, you ain't got no business with and you don't even know how to get out of it. But I think that some people on this earth, on our healthy side, are very well aware. There are some things that we do not take advantage of, and particularly in the realm of intimacy. Now, I don't know if you know what a chakra is. I don't know if you know what that represents. And and there are different parts of the person that some people just don't pay attention to. Anyway, I was having a conversation right before I got on the um, show tonight with one of my friends. And he is just, he doesn't call about anything. And tonight he called about this explosion in China and asked about the show. And uh, as, as vast as he knows about so many different things of the world and um, public uh, affairs and um, governmental issues and all of that uh, political uh, realm, he had never heard of a chakra. He thought it was a chip, baby. Like, I'm like, are you, I'm saying, okay, he was like, what is this? Does this have to do with the Zodiac? Because I, at one time I started to kind of look into the Zodiac. I actually did a Zodiac show several years back. And it was really interesting because the truth is people in their basic structures are the same, but the expressions of them are different, which is one of the things that you learn about uh, people in, in Zodiac when you, when you study the Zodiac. And the way, the, the timing of your birth, the, the people who brought you together, the influences, of course, of, of who you're around have a lot to do with that. And that is the same thing when it comes to this level of intimacy. It's just, I mean, we can accept it when it comes to, ooh, his mama was a hoe, and so she's going to be a hoe, you know, she get it from her mama. You know, we say that kind of craziness, but there is an energy that is directly connected to who we are, how we function, and there are points, literal points. And actually there are many by some um, writings and some publications, but in basics, there are about seven chakras that are the symbol of the core body, and they have representations to a healthy self. When you combine the knowledge of these chakras with sex, I think that's when you have these people who, like, are just having, like, the best sex of their lives. They have sex that is you wonder, like, what are you doing when you can get in the bedroom? It's like, it's like, no, that, like, yeah, he got a nice look, but I ain't have all of that. I ain't even seen none of that. Like, there's none of that stuff that happens to me. So sometimes we're not sure, and I think women more so than men, and it's not because of the number of people that we practice. I think it's because of the awareness of self. Although I think that men do function by a lesser level of self uh, when it comes to sex as well. It's, you know, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. It's all I can think of coming to mind when I hear, when I, you know, think. Because... Really, do you really have anybody that's trying to get in touch with the spirit person? Do you really understand that there are soul ties? A lot of men just don't get it. They don't. They don't believe that. They don't think that it's true. They think that once you're out of their bed and out of their apartment, that you know that it's done. And we had a we had a show actually on soul ties before, and a lot of people felt like it's something that is more than just the physical coming together of two people, but they couldn't explain why. And hopefully tonight we'll try to go into some of that. Now, whether or not you know your chakra, I'm going to tell you, I took a test earlier today <laughs> on my chakra. 
I took my chakra test, and I don't know if I want to believe what it said about me. And hopefully I'll be able to list some of the um, the site where I actually took this test. And it's less than three minutes. You can take the test very, very shortly. But this this particular test is in direct relation to the, the seven chakra points that I, I want to talk about with you tonight. Maybe we'll get through it, maybe not, but we're going to talk about these also the health aspects of sex and how you can cure some stuff by just having this. But the first one was, let me tell you what they said about me, because I was like shocked. Told, first they told me that my foot chakra, right, my foot chakra was strong, which means that I'm grounded, I'm connected to life and my life purpose, that I take the opportunity to show up in the life of my of people um, along the way, people who come into my life along the way, I take into support, I allow them to encourage them to support me, I turn my desires into reality, and I manifest love, abundance, and supportive life. Uh, and then it tells you what, if, if further tells you what your chakra is, whether it's strong or it's weak or it's closed. And if it's closed, it's more like that it's a it's a fixed part of who you are, and this is something that you have to work at. Uh, so I, I had a strong foot. I also had a strong root, which the root chakra says that I'm in a state where lo- I love my career. Now, okay, so I do love my career because I love my, um, my way. Uh, I, I, I do like having a job. Let's just say it like that because, you know, I love having a job. But to say I love my career, I don't know. Um, I'm trying to type at the same time. I'm talking about my, my foot and my root are both strong. But the thing about it that I didn't really like, it says that I always have more than enough money to go on holiday and buy what I want without feeling guilty afterwards. You always feel wanted and loved by your friends and family and you feel good about yourself when you look in the mirror, both physically and emotionally. That ain't really true about my chakra, about my foot chakra. But then my sacral chakra was closed, and I was like, oh, Lord, what does this mean? (laughs) I can't believe what it said. I I, I was like, okay, this might be right on something. It says your sacral chakra is strong. You see sex in a positive light as a glorious, pleasurable and healthy activity, which is ding, ding, and ding. I think that is true. You enjoy passionate, frequent, and long-lasting sex with your partner. Now, we, see, I'm going to need y'all to start trying to act like I got somebody, Mr. Chakra Kiss, but let's just keep reading because it's really good. It says that if you, you enjoy this type of thing, your orgasms are mind-blowing, and your partner often orgasms at the same time. Now, see, that's a lie. See, I don't know. I don't know what chakra they got that from, but that's what they said because, like, that's, like, on my little bucket list. I'm going to need this to happen at the same time. I heard you can, like, make that happen at the same time. So, you know, I got that on my little list. It says you make time to have sex at least a few times a week, even if you've been married or attached to the same person for years. You are always able to attract the right partners, compatibility, who will nourish you, fill you with joy, and make you a better person. That's what they say about my sacral chakra. And, see, you have to kind of know some biology in order to understand chakra, but the sacral um, 
my show. This is the show number. Um, someone's texting me. Uh, uh, and we're talking about sex. I'm trying to get people on the line who can who don't have any problems with talking about sex because it doesn't mean, yeah, hi, my name is such and such, and I'm having lots of sex, uh, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, no, I want people to just share the truth because I think that a lot of people are lying. It's almost like teenage stuff. They're saying that they're having exactly the sex that you see on um, on different things. And I don't know. I just got sent a text uh, that has to do with the astrology and um, chakras. And I will just read mine because I think that the strongest, love person in the world is a Leo, no matter what any of the other uh, parts of the zodiac say. But with regard to chakra, it says that the Leo is full of intuition, balance, higher and lower selves, and that they're aligned with the Ajna, Ajna and the sun. So, yeah. Well, you know, some people think that the Libras are the bang bang people, but I'm gonna tell you, we put the down, okay? Like we ain't the king of the jungle for nothing. But when we get that, we're gonna talk a little bit about this whole sex deal because I'm gonna tell you, it, it's different to just and and I, I I've said this to some of my patients and some of my clients who I've spoken with with regards to this because <laughs> the truth of the matter is this. You do not have to. Uh, you do not have to have frequent, long, exhaustive. You can't breathe. Your chest hurting. Are you going through all of that, working towards something where you don't even understand that the assessment or the open vessel is not between your legs? It's not like it has nothing to do with it, and it's not just in your mind because a lot of people say, and the guys have kind of learned, you know, I just make love to your mind, baby. You know, I'm gonna just make love to your mind. I'm gonna just shut up because you still in mind, M I N D, instead of M I N D. No, you're not. There's nothing that you can do to me when you can't even spell the same way. Like, on, I mean, I, I understand. I even asked some of the women. What is the most, what's the sexiest thing to you? And a lot of the women started off with the usual, which is, oh, I love a man to stimulate my mind. And I do understand what you mean, but everybody has a mouthpiece. And I'm not talking about for what you think I'm talking about, you little nasty. I'm talking about someone who can say the things that need to be said at the appropriate time without any prodding. That stimulation, it doesn't take. Uh, intellectual conversation about what's happening in China. It doesn't take a whole lot of who's in the running for the presidential candidacy and whose background and whose pedigree is the most extensive. It's it's not in those things. It's in the it's in a whole other realm. So we're going to talk about when they get back. Let me play this song so I can calm down and my mouth can kind of stop being so salivated right now. I'm getting excited. I think everybody gets excited. Well, what's up about this? When we talk about sex, people either have a whole lot to say or they don't know exactly what they want to say. And when you give them the opportunity, let's hope that they know. So let's, let's listen to this quick little song, and then we'll be right back.
first, rest in peace, sucker fear. For real, you the only father that I ever knew. I get my bitch pregnant, I'ma be a better you. Prophecies that I made way back in the veil. Fulfill, listen even back when we was broke, my team ill. Martin Luther King would have been on Dreamville, talk to a nigga. One time for my LA sisters, one time for my LA hoes. Lame niggas can't tell the difference. One time for a nigga who knows. Don't save her, she don't wanna be saved. 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 No role models and I'm here right now. No role models to speak up. Searching through my memory, my memory, I couldn't find one. Last night I was getting my feet rubbed by the baddest bitch. Not Trina, but I swear to God, this bitch will make you call your girl up and tell her, hey, what's good? Sorry, I'm never coming home, I'ma stay for good. Then hang the phone up and proceed to lay the wood. I came fast like 911 in white neighborhoods. Ain't got no shame about it. She think I'm spoiled and I'm rich cause I can have any bitch. I got defensive and said, nah, I was the same without it. But then I thought back, back to a better me. Before I was a B-list celebrity Before I started calling bitches bitches so heavily That when you could get a platinum plat without no melody You wasn't sweating me One time for my L.A. sisters One time for my L.A. hoes Lame niggas can't tell the difference One time for a nigga who knows Don't save her, she don't wanna be saved 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 I want a real love Dark skin and Aunt Viv love That Jada in that real love that leave a toothbrush at your crib, love. And you ain't gotta wonder whether that's your kid, love. Nigga, I don't want no bitch from reality shows. Out of touch with reality hoes. Out in Hollywood, bringing back five or six hoes. Fuck them, then we kick them to the dough. Nigga, you know how it goes. She deserve that. She a bird, it's a bird trap. You think if I didn't rap, she would flirt back. Taking off a skirt, let her wear my shirt. But she leave, I'ma need my shirt back. Nigga, you know how it goes. One time for my L.A. sisters. One time for my L.A. hoes. Lame niggas can't tell the difference. One time for a nigga who knows Don't save her, she don't wanna be saved 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 There's an old saying in Tennessee I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee That says, fool me once Shame on Shame on you Fool me, we can't get fooled again Fool me one time, shame on you Fool me twice, can't put the blame on you Fool me three times, fuck the peace sign Load the chopper, let it rain on you Fool me one time, shame on you Fool me twice, can't put the blame on you Fool me three times, fuck the peace sign Load the chopper, let it rain on you My only regret was too young for Lisa Bonet My only regret was too young for me alone Now all I'm left with is hoes from reality shows Hand her a script, the bitch probably couldn't read alone My only regret was too young for Shade Adu My only regret could never take Aaliyah home Now all I'm left with is hoes up in Greystone With the stale face, cause they know it's they slow She shallow with the pussy, she shallow
The Empire is a place where I talk, you talk, but everybody gets to talk. It's where you can speak openly, honestly, and without worry or hesitation about being politically correct. It's your forum to discuss what matters to you and to me. Individual expressions are boring and they can create nothing but a monologue. Who wants to know all about just me? I want to know about you. So if you want to tell it like it is, the empire is where it's going to go down. Check Facebook or my website for showtimes and days as those days and times may change. For more information, contact me at EmpressCooperDavison at gmail.com or by my website at www.TheEmpress.com. For when the empire speaks, the empress listens. Hey, y'all. Oh, Lord, I got to play some applause or something. All right. <laughs> No, I don't know if if it's just me. It's like when I start talking about sex, my mouth gets dry, and I be needing some water, and I'm needing some gum or something. It's like you know, I already know that I have a little issue. Uh, I have a little issue with my throat chakra. I think I can't chakra because it is one. Like it is one that is like it's in the throat area neck area, and it has to do with different types of abilities, and it's not what you think it is, but it, it has some significance to it, but first I want to go ahead, I don't want people to be on hold forever, and I want just to make sure that you have yourself in a way where I can hear you, you can hear me, I identify you by the last four digits of your phone number, and we'll start talking um, in just a bit about the benefits of sex. Because sex is not just so your thighs can be wet. Okay? It's not just so your pee-pee can go down and it's not bothering you in your little tidy whities or whatever you do. It's not just because you can. Now, it can be for those things. I'm just saying when you're trying to get the best benefit, you need to understand what it can do. And see, some people don't even know in order to have really, really good sex, you have to eat right, you have to stay active, you have to get enough sleep, you have to be up on your vaccinations. And, yes, this is not this part is really clinical, but the truth of the matter is you can kill good sex by not being healthy and not – you know, being active, not eating right, like you want me to put what? And you eat a whole lot of meat. Like, I need you to understand that you're asking people to do some things that are just not like, I'm not, I'm going to be able to do it. But listen, let's talk about the first two. I'm just going to throw those out there, and then we're going to open up the lines and see if you knew that these are things that you can actually helpfully benefit from I'm not even talking about good sex. So if you know that basic sex, just average sex, can get you this benefit, imagine what will happen, what will go. Oh, and listen, I got to call. I'm going to call someone because I asked them. I said, can I just call you? I'm going to call you. Let me say I'm calling now. I want to call you and ask uh, you some sexual questions and don't get turned off. I'm not going to identify who you are. But I said, let me call you. Because I know he's just so laid back about sex, and um, I'm going to dial him up now. Let's see if he comes up in a minute. He's going to talk about sex. He's going to talk about sex, 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 sex. Hello. 
Hey, don't identify who you are. You're live on the air. This is the Empress, and I told you I wanted to call you and just ask you, because we've had conversations about sex before, and it's just been very extremely stimulating. Like, why, why is it that you're able to so clearly articulate, like, what you want in the bedroom? Like, you don't have any reservations about it, and you don't say it in such a nasty way. Like, where did that come from? <laughs> Like you say, this is what I want in the bed. You know? mm-hmm. So my main focus is to want. We got to be able to hear you, boo. We got to be able to hear you. Say it again. <laughs> I said, it's just like you say, what I want in the bed. So my main hey. focus is to please. It's to please the one. Hey. So say that again. So you're really getting in the bed to give her a gift, really, right? Basically, yeah. Okay, so is there any limitation? Ooh, what's happening? Is there any limitation? Is there anything that you're not willing to do for her to be satisfied? No, we, we can take it to all levels. It depends on who the person is, though. If it's just something that you pick up from the club, now you don't go that way. But if it's just one, hey, you just go all okay. the way out. Okay. And, and just so that we can be real, and, and I want to keep you anonymous, because I'm, and, and ladies, do not ask me for his number, so I'm not giving you his number, I'm not going to tell you who this is, because every time I have a show like this, and they hear a man speak for this, they be like, girl, who is that, girl, who is that? I'm not going to tell you, I'm not going to tell you, and I don't want you to tell them either, but... When you first, like the chemistry that you have with people, when I first saw you, I knew that that you were that type of guy, and it and it was it was it, we didn't even say anything to each other. What do you understand? What they did? What is that? Because I think you also knew that I was kind of like, ooh, he might, you know, be fine. I mean, you know, be fine if something go down. What what is that? Because I think you admitted to having that. Is that chemistry? What is it? And do all men have that, or do you have that with everybody? I I mean, I can't really tell if it's chemistry or if it's just a vibe. You can tell, you can get certain vibes. Well, it is a vibe. You can get certain vibes off people you speak, you know, how they speak to you or how they look at you or how you pick up certain things. So, you know, once you get to talking to somebody, you know, have a conversation with you, don't pick up pretty much. So you're saying it's something that you picked up that I was putting out, or do you think it was just two different energy well, wavelengths that picked up? What do you think? Well, it's always it's always new. Okay. okay. I think. I think. Okay. So yeah, I believe that's what it is. I would say. Okay. I would say that. Okay. Well, I don't want to hold you too long. And I'm I'm already excited to hear what the ladies have to say because he just said that he would whatever it takes. But let me ask one more question before I let you go. You said that a woman from the club, if you got a woman from the club, there were some limitations with her versus you know someone. Everybody, every everybody can't get the special treatment. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just like okay. a one night thing. But I mean, it's, okay. it's to each his own. Some people might just go all out on that. But me personally, nah. Okay, you can't go all out on a one night stand. See, I nah. thought you were supposed to just get like put it down. I thought we ain't just felt like they would just put it down like real hard because if he can get it, he won't be able to get it whenever. 
But if you're holding but back, I mean, I, I mean, that, that's not really holding back. I mean, with that special someone, you want to come out like this. You know, okay. but just meet somebody and you have a one night stand with them, you don't want to take it. You don't want to give it all. You know what I mean? You don't want to take it all down or two down there. That's what y'all Right, right, right. Okay, okay. Well, I'm going to let you go, and if you want to stay on the line, you're welcome, but I'm going to put you on mute now, and I'm going to go ahead and open up the lines because I know there's probably going to be some questions or there are going to be some inquiries into my inbox or to my phone about who this guy is, and I ain't even going to tell you because I'm going to just tell you. And no, we've never done anything sexual intimate or anything like that, but the conversation was just extremely easy. It's, it's different for women than it is for men, and I just want to know how you guys feel about it. So I'm going to open up your lines. If you have feedback in your background, I'll have to put you on um, pause because your feedback becomes audible to my line when I open up your line. So the first line we're going to open up is 89.52. Are you there? Yes, ma'am, I am, but I have my brother Dennis on the line with me as well. Okay, well, Dennis. Hey, Dennis. Your uh, sister's in a picture of you, of, of you, to me, and I'm gonna tell you, you got bedroom eyes. I don't know if you know it. Women are. I don't know. Men, men, do men know things like that? Because my friend just told me that there's something that happens that maybe uh, just mutual, that's unspoken, that I know happened between he and I. Like nothing. It was even. I don't even think I was making googly eyes or nothing. Uh, uh, too, yeah, they I both, they both definitely. Sometimes okay. it can get so, annoying, and then sometimes I'll set the compliment and just keep it moving, you know. But uh, hmm. well, I appreciate the compliment. <laughs> okay. Okay, but you, okay, tell the truth. You didn't use your eyes to get some booty before. You didn't blink a little extra. Well, that's that's the thing. Uh, that's that's the thing. People people assume when they look at me mm-hmm. and they see that. They look at my skin color, or they look at my eyes, or look at my hair, or I just look at the person that I am. They assume that, you know, oh, he's a player, he's this, he's that. And, you know, I'm the kind of person to bring you a question and leave you with a question, you know? Hmm. That's player. That's kind of player like right there, but okay. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm just saying, I think that. I don't know you, so let's just ask you a few of the questions. Did you know that you can lower – are you trying to lower your blood pressure? Because you know you can lower your blood pressure by having a really good slow sex. And a lot of the time, I don't know about – I mean, this is not personal experience. I don't know, but specifically by what the little information that I got on my little CDC, because you can get anything out on the CDC. A lot of women say that men have sex and they have it too hard and they have it too fast. Well, sometimes that comes naturally. So, I mean, in the best interest of the man, we need to have his pressure up high so he can uh, deliver that satisfaction. Because it's all about pleasing that woman, not himself. It's like the young man was speaking earlier, I mean, you know, a few minutes ago, you know, uh-huh. he's aiming to please. So okay. it's not all about that man. So it's all about, you know, that woman. So you saying, you're saying that men actually are getting in bed for her, like to give her, I ain't trying to say to give her dick. Well, I'm saying like most, most, I don't, most I, men, a real man. Well, as I'm using that term as a real man, but uh, 
Yeah, he, he's going to make sure that woman is satisfied because we got to keep her coming back. Mm-hmm. So is that what so you, you guys want? Do you guys want women to call you for sex? Because I think that's what thirsty means. Like men are always saying, oh, she's so thirsty. She is just calling, trying to get. Oh, it's, it's not. It's, so, you can't, can't necessarily say it's, 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 it's thirstiness. I mean, because if the chemistry mix, you know, you're going to have a beautiful thing. And, and when you're having sex, sex is an art. You know, mm, mm, and mm. and whenever you put it down, it's going to be different each and every time. That's what keeps that's what keeps the interest open at all times. You might want to take the door down on that. Say that again. I said whenever. Hang on a second. I'm driving a big truck. Hang on. Try to get a proper time. He's, he's, he's working also. Right? Yes, he's he's working. He has his own farm there. But let me tell you, yeah. it's something about men and them trucks because I, I don't know, and I'm, I'm just saying because I have friends that uh, are truck drivers. They seem to articulate the same type of specifics when it comes to sex. Like, is it something? What is they teaching y'all out there on the road? Like, do y'all take a little sexual education course where y'all say it? Because, I mean, you actually sound like him right now. You're, you you, you like, sound like him by saying that. You know. Sometimes, sometimes when you're driving down the interstate and stuff, you get your own little peep show. You know, you, you uh-huh. see, there's no telling what you might see. I mean, so don't don't get yeah. surprised when you see it. So, you know, uh-huh. but what I was saying earlier about uh, I said sex is an art, and in each and every time you have sex, it's going to be different, and uh-huh. that's going to keep the that's going to keep that interest open at all times. So you might want to take the doors off of that. And just leave it, you know, uh-huh. and just let it flow. Uh-huh. And, and, and I think cool. I think I think I have another man on the line, so I'm gonna go ahead and open up his line if I'm not mistaken. Ninety one twenty four, are you there? Yes, ma'am. Okay, I Hello, <laughs> Okay, see this is becoming like a little family show. We gonna we're gonna actually change this whole thing. This is not gonna be the Empire, this is gonna be the family. And we're going to talk about different stuff, and y'all going to have to come up with y'all own stuff. And then, you know, we'll just do it because this become that kind of thing. Because I think we have really good conversations. We really are understanding and feeling each other. If it was in a live studio, we would be on the chain. But let me say this. Men, okay, so far the men are actually having sex to get us women, which is extra special. You know, I'm not really buying it, but. You know, you're getting in the bed to give us something special. But how exactly can you hold back, like our earlier caller said, if you're not giving her all of it, then what are you holding back? Like, what is specific? Because if you're giving good sex to a woman, you know, do you know that you can be helping her prevent a heart attack? People who have a healthy sex life are at reduced risk of heart attack. It's a great way to raise your heart rate in a controlled way, and it releases estrogen and testosterone as well, which is healthy for your blood vessels, your your system, and everything. So it's actually, if you're having sex and your heart rate doesn't change, you're not really having sex. Okay, I'm not saying you got to look like you ran a marathon or anything like that. I'm not even saying that it has to be good. I'm saying if you are having sex and your heart rate is the same way it was when you started, something is wrong. But you, what are you guys holding back from us women 
are we women when you say I'll do I won't give her plan A if she's from the club, I'm just gonna give her plan B. What is that for you, Greg? Um, I can't really identify with that concept because I only got one motor and it's supercharged. I'm a I'm a Leo man, so I treat every experience like it's gonna be my last. I don't That's have, what I'm talking about. Uh, I don't have a partial or a second gear or a third gear. If if I get a woman and she's going to spend that kind of time with me, I'm going all out. I want her to be pleased. I'm going to be pleased. And she might hear me roaring in between and get scared. I don't have no time to mess around when we come to that. Well, let me tell you, I try to tell people that about the Leos, and it is just a basic instinct. It's not a sexual instinct, but when you add sex to it, it's just, I don't see how any other, uh, any other, any other uh, Zodiac can, can even compare. You know, like, it, it I can understand how you may have a more emotional connectivity. I can understand how you may even have a more spiritual. But when you talk about just basic sex physicality, ain't no ain't nobody gonna be able to outfix you uh like a Leo. And that's just the truth. And and I, I know I, a, I know um, huh? I had a woman one time, she was in her early thirties and she told me after we after our first encounter, she said that was her first time having orgasm in her life. Oh wow. And I didn't believe her. I didn't believe her. I thought she was just trying to trying to gas me up. But she <laughs> said it. She said that was her first time. And every time wow. after that, every time after that she just she was just exploding. But I think it's got a lot to do with um, what you do outside of the bedroom too, as well as mm-hmm. inside the bed. Foreplay is, is a lot of things. Oh, so okay. <laughs> and I, I just asked one of my other friends if he could come on the line. He's a trucker as well, and he says right now he's trying. He said he cannot think about safe because he's not going to be able to get the proper amount of sleep. And this is that was actually one of the next things because if you have the proper amount of sex because some people just ain't having enough sex. Like I, 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 I thought I think sometimes I need to just not compare to myself, but it's just natural when you talk with people and you hear different things. You naturally, you know, uh, that ain't that ain't how that go. But you know, like once a month or a, once or twice a month. I just, I'm not really sure if people understand that it's not good. Let me tell you what the statistics says. It says that you can improve your sleep. And see, that's why I'll be up at 2.30. Because I, I'm not getting the proper amount of sex because it says that you may nod off more quickly after sex, but it's a good reason why people have good, healthy uh, sleep lives when they have good, healthy sex lives. After an orgasm, there's a hormone that's released called prolactin. And when it releases the prolactin, it relaxes all of the other muscles in your body, mainly all of the muscles that have kept your body going for that day. So 
when you're when you're with a partner and saying, you know, he thinks he's putting it in, he's putting it in, and then you still won't. There's something wrong, okay? There's absolutely something not being done properly if you can get up and you can iron clothes and you can wash clothes and you can do all of this other extracurricular activity. Like, you should not be able to do that if you have a healthy dose of sexuality. Now, um, I'm getting texts from this person, I'm not going to say her name, but she says sex is a journey. It does begin in the mind and then later exemplifies in a physical form. But the thing about it is this, I'm not sure that all of that is necessary when you go into the chakra because the truth of it is in the chakra, there are some areas of your body that are just excitable. And they and let me just go over a few of them, well, all of them, not in detail, but I'm just going to tell you the seven. It says that the seven chakra symbols are represented in the body. The first is the bait or the root, and that is at the the bone of your spinal cord. The spinal cord is your, your backbone. At the very bottom of it used to be in, if you believe in um, uh, primitive life or us ev- evolution evolving from uh, apes or monkeys and that sort of thing, the, the coccyx used to be a tail, okay, but it's no longer, but there is still a bony process that protrudes from your spinal cord. Even even today, uh, there's a, a part that kind of hangs below the spinal cord. That's your base of your root. Of course, your sacral chakra is your ovaries or your prostate, so that's right up above. It's like we're moving further up into the body from the bottom up to the top. So the root and base is the coccyx. The sacral is the ovaries and the is your navel area. Now, some of you, like me, I have to kind of look for it a little bit because I'm a little fudgy, okay? It ain't just sitting there winking at me and saying, hey, I ain't one of those girls that's got the little perfect little dime belly. Damn you. But, you know, that's the next chakra. Then you come up further into the heart area. It's the heart chakra up into the throat and neck area. That's the throat chakra. Then the third eye or the brow. Now, that's above your eye level. It's above your eye level, the pineal gland of the third eye. Now, a lot of people know about this pineal gland because it's often associated with certain things like sexuality and intimacy and emotion and those sorts of things. Then the last chakra is actually the crown on the top of your head. Now, I know that my sister Lily knows about this, too, because she is one of the persons who decided to say, I'm not going to get a show because I don't know if they know about this. But, see, she knows about this, and I always tell her that she has something to offer to the show, even though she didn't want to do the show. I just want to say, do you, do you think that there's a part in these chakras that are more uh, specific to female than male and and I kind of, in my in my idea, I, I think that there are, and I think we focus too highly on some versus the others. Uh, what, what do you have to say, then, if you had to say something? Actually, all right, the chakras actually work for both male and female. It's all about mm-hmm. being in tune with the metaphysical self. Mm-hmm. When the metaphysical self is the self outside of the physical or your body that you have been assigned to, mm-hmm. the spirit that's been, been get, that's driving the body. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Once you are able to reach within that and be in tune with your metaphysical self, then you'll be fully able to unlock the chakra in your body. In being able okay. to unlock all these chakras, now I'm going to let me finish. Okay. You have to find somebody that's basically vibrating or in tune of the same frequency that you are on in order for you to connect for that, that sexual journey to be what it's supposed to be. Okay. So in essence, you're saying you meet somebody at a certain energy level that's similar or the same to yours uh, uh-huh. in order for you to have in order for you to have a good sexual experience or in order for you to have an or, orgasmic and a completed sexual experience. Yes, ma'am. Yes, As ma'am. the old saying goes, I never lie. What? Bingo. What he said, I have never lied. I have never lied, baby girl. Okay, so what does that what does sometimes, that mean? And I'm gonna tell you, you you working on you working on my throat chakra right now, saying, baby girl, because you <laughs> give me pet names like baby listen, pet names. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes people don't even understand they have their inner. I'm instead of saying chakra, they, a lot of people don't understand they got their inner freak in them. Sometimes it takes you to bring it out of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and I think that's what Greg was saying earlier when he was saying that this woman could see something he had to meet at some point, whether or not he knows which chakra uh, was ignited in her. I'm not sure, but for her to have been able to be orgasmic, and she was in her what late thirties, I think he said, uh, something all, had to be ignited. I took it on that roller coaster ride. I'm lost. I'm, 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 i am i am i and I know that I need to be taught from that other person what they're going to need. But when you say a ride on a roller coaster, to me that just means that he's going to have some long sex in me. Or he's going to try to have some long sex in me. you want me to go ahead and articulate it for you? Go ahead. Go ahead and drop it down for me. All right. What he says about, what he means by taking an individual on the roller coaster mind, right, and it goes both for male and female, you need to be able to, Take them on that journey that I mentioned. You need to be able to take them to a place in space and time that they've never experienced ever before. Okay. You take them outside of themselves. And when you take them outside of themselves, you got to also be able to guide them right back to where they started at. It's like walking across the burning things. Exactly. But what I'm saying, okay, what she just said seems like you try to kill me. Because no, you say, no, 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 no. It's not, no. It's not about it's not about being rough. No, 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 no. Not no, no. At all. I'm saying no. you're trying you're trying to take me or transcend me from just the physical state that I'm in into a spiritual awakenedness that is going to require somebody to guide me back to my body and 
physical self. That's what it sounds like you just said. That, that's what it is. You got to remember, it's all about it's all about satisfaction and that pleasure. Exactly. So you so you are trying to kill me. You're trying to you're trying to take me to another realm of existence, which like because like what he was saying, I'm gonna put her on this roller coaster. It's almost as if you're taking me on a ride when I thought that chakra had to do with me being available and aware of my vibrational highs where we can meet there. Because, like, say, for instance, in a real roller coaster, you like the curve. Like, you like to go on the curve. And if you relate that to sexual, he likes for me to be in high heel shoes and talking trash to him. If that's not my high, and that's not the thing that I like. I like to free fall. I like to come off the top, and then, you know, when the roller coaster drops from the highest point, that may be where my elevation is, and if he's still trying to make me curve, that we're never going to meet. Like, there, there's no communication okay. there, so I'm not sure how you can take someone to their chakra rather than, ooh, let me... Let me do this enough with her that I'm going to see. Right. Oh, my God. Well, sometimes, okay. sometimes you'll be surprised at the things that you, that you would do. All right. Let me explain the chakras more in depth, Dennis, real quick. The chakras are basically you're opening spiritual portals. Mm-hmm. Each sh- uh, chakra point, starting from the tail to the crown, is you are unlocking complete spiritual self. Once you have unlocked that complete spiritual self and you have found that person who is vibrating on that same exact frequency that your spiritual self is vibrating on, then there comes the connection. Once the connection has been made, that partner is going to be able to take your spirit as well as his spirit will be able to go with you once y'all have connected in that physical realm, sexually. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like touching your soul? Yes. Like touching your What'd soul? What'd you say? It's like, you said you're touching, touching my soul. soul. Yes. <laughs> Greg. <laughs> uh, can I, can I say something? Like, yes. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't know much about the uh, chakra, but um, I could tell you that for me, um, if you have a planned uh, date or day and you know you're going to have a sexual encounter with somebody special, I think the way that you set that up and the atmosphere that you create, well, for me, it makes a woman more at ease and that may open up her mind and relax her body and be ready for all these different maybe metaphysical encounters. So once you create the right atmosphere and you have the right setting, I think if a woman is relaxed and she understands what's happening and she's willing to open herself up once she does that, uh-huh. you got to be more specific when you're talking about chakra. I don't know what that exactly what it is, but I, after listening, I do understand. It could be okay, something simple. Uh, and, and Sharon, before you say that, send him okay, the chakra chart, chart to you. I okay, so. I will. But I'm going to tell you something. 
Because, see, I actually, before ever knowing about chakra, because, see, chakra scared me. Chakra, did, it was it was like yoga. It was like metaphysical. It was like just something else that uh, I had read on. And it's, it's very involved if you, if you and, and a part of it, you have to be vulnerable and you have to be almost taught just some basics about how you view spirituality, how you view the body, how you view purpose. Like, you have to have absorbed some of those things before you can even understand this. But when Greg said you have to have a partner who feels willing to be vulnerable to you and open up to you, I think that's the key because that's what we teach just basically in medicine. There is no way that a woman can have an orgasm or a man even can have an orgasm until he's able to tune into the vulnerability of giving or opening himself up to another person. And in that You basically in, explained it in layman's terms. What I just explained, you gave it in layman's uh-huh. terms here. That's layman's yeah. terms. I did. Yeah, so, that, so that's, that's so we're saying the same thing? Same thing, language terms. Okay, so does it? So make sure I'm, I'm getting it. So does that mean that uh, you have to have a mental allowing, like you have to be in the same place mentally with the person? I'm not talking about like in your lifestyle, but in that sexual act. You, they have to everything know has to be aligned. Everything has to be completely aligned. Okay, everything. Okay. So you just explained okay. it, but you broke it down in in layman's terms, uh, and, and and not not to say that it's like remedial, but you broke it down on third grade level when I broke it down on college freshman level. Okay then, because that's how I need to roll because I'm a little bit slow. You know, I'm a little bit slow because uh-uh. I'm will, I'm I'm uh-uh. glad and I'm because I've admitted this on the show before. So this is nothing brand new, so you can go back in the files and listen to it because I was a late. I think I was a late bloomer. I didn't have sex in high school. I didn't have sex immediately in college. I didn't have sex until I was probably 20, 19, 20-ish. I was away at you're school. Not, and, huh? You're not You're not alone. I was 18. Okay. But this is the thing. I was extremely emotionally, spiritually convicted because of the way I was raised in my church. And so one of the reasons why I never had an orgasm um, while I was married for 10 years, yes, I did not have one for 10 years, is because I was, I, was, I was still guilty and I was still unable to accept uh, what was, like, what I was doing because it was done under the circumstances that I was told was wrong. So I had convicted myself and I had trained myself to be able to even enjoy fully that act, had two whole babies and everything, you know. And so basically I mean, you were not comfortable with your sexuality yet? No, absolutely not. And that's what I'm saying. I think that is the truth regardless of the situations of my church, regardless of the situations of my age. For a lot of women, because I hear the same story, I have I have women who have been sexually active for well longer than that who have had more healthy relationships than that that I had, and they still didn't, and it's because of other reasons of guilt and other reasons of holding back and, you know, those sorts of things. So if you're not able to release some of yourself to be vulnerable 
to having, you know, a good sexual exchange, then you're not going to have an orgasm no matter how many chances you are, you are aware of because you're not going to let anybody beat you at that point. You're going to have a restrictedness in some kind of way before you get in the bed with somebody. Now, you were going to tell us something about tantric sex. Tantric sex goes along with the alignment that we just talked about, where with the tantric sex, it's more controlled and more focused because it's going to be orgasm-driven. Okay, say that again because I, I didn't hear that. Sex. Okay. It walks hand-in-hand hand with being spiritually open or being aligned with your partner. And with the tantric sex, your partner will be able to focus on certain chakras but to draw out the orgasm and to extend that orgasm as long as they want it to be extended to. It's fully orgasm-driven. Okay, now let me say this, because I have read about these extended orgasms, and all I want to know is how because I I know y'all have all seen this video of this woman who's had repeated orgasms to the point where she had to go to the emergency room. And they had to give her that's hormone because she was dehydrated. Right. Well, she was dehydrated, but she was she was having something to react in her body on a chemical level that had nothing to do with where she was being open in her head, but something continued to happen to her body, which produced orgasms which produced that little shaking thing that she was doing that mm-hmm. you have, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes we, okay. And I thought, like, hey, you know, she's really, really shaking. But when you look at some of what can happen in biology, with what actually does happen in sex with, with the body, that's absolutely the cause. But I'm not sure I want you to be able to be tantrum sex. I, I'm saying tantrum. Tantric. Tantric. Because that's going to hurt. Like, that's not what? pleasurable. No, it's it, no, it doesn't hurt. I can tell you that for sure. It doesn't. That's hurt. Like, I need no, you it to doesn't. stop doing it. After a certain point, like, like you really want to walk. Like, you like you do. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm serious. Like, you, you want to be able to function. Like, I don't think I should be able to get up and clean up. Or, you know, I see, I want to be pleasure to my, your body. And I call it like a body pump. I, it's like a body hum. Like your body is just happy. It's like in tune. It's almost like Dennis. What do you talk about? Dennis, don't. I'm trying to hear what you're saying. I'm, I'm on a work road. All right, okay. Dennis. But, well, she said she said the situation is called a body hum. What do you call it? This is cute. What he calls it. Some about calm coma. A calm coma. <laughs> <laughs> no, a coma. A coma would suggest that you're numb and you're not feeling anything. I'm talking about literally your body is, like, vibrating, not literally shaking. That's a a, a coma. That's a coma. That's right. That's a coma. You can't do that for a long time and be sad. You can't. You can't do that for a long oh, time and be don't, don't, able to walk. Don't knock you it can't. You, don't, don't knock it till you try it. Oh, Lord. Well, okay. So, and, and he's, he's, and he's not lying. 
Okay. Right. My experience with my ex-boyfriend that I uh, briefly had talked to you about, when, because of the connection that we had, he was able to take me places that I had never been taken to by any other man in my life. But where you go, though? Like, come on, tell me what you mean. Where did you go? The, where did you the go? Places, did you see the angels? Did you see the angels? Honey, like, what did honey, you see? I, 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 what I saw was, like, light, pleasant noises, pleasant sounds, hearing music at a whole different frequency. What you were about to do is to lose consciousness. What was happening to you is what I'm no, trying to I say. No, I wasn't. Yes, it was. <laughs> no, let me I was tell you. Not. And let me. And I'm. I am so serious right now. I'm going to tell y'all the truth. This story. And this is not a story. This is like really medical. Like when people are at the point of of death, they see bright lights. They see white light. They hear music. They have tingling feelings. They have this whole humming thing that go like the same thing. And it's because the body is in such a high vibrational area that, you know, that could happen in a non-sexual way. But, like, that is common. From what I'm hearing you guys say, is it's common by somebody else. Like, somebody else is bringing you to this. Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah. That's what the experiences were like with him. But didn't that mean that you went there instead of him taking you there? No. I thought that that because of what he and I were doing together, and we had we had learned each other's bodies, we were in tune with each other spiritually. We were able to go to that place where each time that we got to that place. We were able to have an orgasm in unison and then come back down. Okay, this whole unison thing is really, really, like, on my bucket list because I think that that's the way that it's supposed to happen when you are with somebody. I don't think it should be like this ping-pong game where you're taking turns and you got to tell them. are racing each other. Right. And if you should not, not be not racing sure each other. Now, does that require love? That's the, that's the that's the thing. Does it require love for you to be able to meet that? Because I I think this is almost like the Ebola. It's not very many people that can say these things. You know, we hear about it because all of these women lying. Some of these words, no, they not. They is lying. They is not squirting. They is just you know hyper something. But they're not squirting. Like the stuff you seeing on these porn sites. That's not. What's re- what really happens on a majority or something that you can teach is it's a biolo- biological happening, I think, sometimes. I don't know that you can really teach somebody to do anything, any of that. And I think this is the same thing. Is everybody able to function at a level of uh, of satisfaction where you can meet somebody at a chance? Or are you just taking a chance? You are taking a chance, but it, it's a once-in-a-lifetime thing when you actually find that person that vibrates on that same frequency as you do. Hmm. So and we're going to do. 
if when you do find that person that vibrates on the same frequency as you do, and you two connect at all levels, including the sexual level, the connection is no longer, it's not breakable. You've actually formed a soul tie, and that soul tie does not break. Now, now, are you saying that if you don't get with someone that vibrates, that a tie is not formed? A tie is not really truly formed. Okay. Because, see, I've not heard it explained that way because most, most uh, trains of, of thought or teaching is that if you have sex with that person, satisfied or not, you have a soul tie. No. Soul ties develop when you actually have connected on all levels with that individual. That's how a soul tie generates. Okay. Uh, Greg, you done got real quiet. Uh, your brother has gotten real quiet. Y'all is taking notes because y'all can try to beat somebody well, back. I'm, I'm, I'm listening. I'm just, I'm just listening. I mean, I'm hearing a lot of things, and uh, I'm always open to learning new things. But I'm just listening, and like I said, I I try to create uh, a great experience every time. Now, here's the thing. That, you're, you're creating the environment for the individual. Yes, environmental things will also evoke the same thing. However, if you can evoke that same emotion in that individual, even when the environment is not so great, that's when you know that you're connected to that person. Oh, definitely. I definitely agree with that. It doesn't have to be like that all the time. But um, something that I haven't heard you uh talk about and something that sticks out in my mind when I was with somebody that I really cared about is after after both of us have reached that climax what happens after and I've always realized that for me and I don't know about all men but the way you respond after means a lot to where you stand with that or how you really feel about that that person. What, well, in um, our experience, once the journey was over, I would just crawl over onto him and, and go lay in his arms and go to sleep. Yeah, see, a lot of people, a lot of people don't do that. Some people will jump up immediately. Some people are thinking about jumping in the shower. Some people are thinking about a lot of things right after but I've had some experience where that person will wake up in that last position that we was in and we fell asleep holding each other just right. like that and didn't yeah. let go. I know, I, I know there's a connection with that one right there because we didn't even think about moving. That's true. And we woke up, yeah. we woke up. You, I've had that before. We woke up in that position. But I, no, I got to tell y'all, I got I to tell y'all one thing, though. I mean, y'all was talking about somebody going out of there, whatever, out of body, and they're coming back. I had this one woman in Montgomery, Alabama. This is when I was traveling. And during sex, I looked at her face, and her eyes was rolling in the back of her head. And her head was going back. And I said... <laughs> Yes, sir. I, I said, I said, 
wrong? <laughs> I said, what's wrong? Where you? Where's your mind at? And she said, <laughs> she said, she said, I'm in your world. That's exactly what she told me, but. It's not a good ending to that story because later on she cut my tires on my car because she was mad. For a <laughs> whole different story. You know, and, 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 and by you saying that, I, I want to say this. Uh, sometimes, sometimes, oh, y'all hang on. There's someone that can uh, explain this chakra stuff to you. Hang on a second. That's my sister-in-law just coming onto the line. Uh-oh. We got to make sure. You see, I make it a family affair. I know it. We got a family of chakras on here. <laughs> got everybody eyes rolling to the back of their head. Oh, she's scared me. It looked like a scary movie. But you know, I think that her saying that you know she was in your world, it probably didn't even register. You know, yeah. it may have even scared. You know what I'm saying? Like even scared. Like. I don't know if every woman has had that experience, even of just a simple orgasm. And when they do, it's almost like, oh, what just really happened? Like you lose a little bit of consciousness. Right. And see, I was 25 when I experienced my first true orgasm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was well, 25. I, 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 and that was with my, my then husband. Okay, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. back, everybody. Uh, okay. Uh, Lily, uh, I have my lady on, on the on the other line, uh, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi. Hey, Rachel. Hey, Rachel. This is Hi. the Empress, and I want to ask you about this chakra girl that we've been talking about. The chakra, <laughs> and and he he they taking people all the way into a whole other realm of existence. He said you can explain. Is <laughs> it? Can you explain to us? Is it the tantric sex, or is it just uh, unexperienced? It's tantric sex because you're because when you open up your chakras, you're connecting you're connecting to the divine. It's like you're you're opening up your spiritual gate, and it's like you're you're merging all that, and then you're connecting with someone else who's doing the same thing, and then it's just like an explosion. And it, it will be the best sex you'll ever have in your whole life. And there you go. Okay, bingo. But listen, is this a sex? Is this a sex exchange that can only happen between two people? Because I swear, I've had a swinger show before, and I've talked to people who swing, and I think almost that there is a no whole far release of of self when they have this unbarred, no rules kind of sex that may open their chakras that allows them to have, like, they, that's what they say, that was a best sex in my life. No, you just was wilded out where you didn't have no rules, and maybe you opened yourself up to whatever happens, happens, and you can leave it there. Is that the same happening, no. or do you think that this experience is only between two? It's only between the people who do the work. Like, you, you have to really do the work, and it's hard because you are you are being you are opening up yourself, you're being honest with yourself and you have to do a lot of work. It's not it's not for the weak. You know, it's not for somebody who's gonna do it halfway and then you stop. 
when you do it, you got to do it all the way, mm-hmm. all the way. And then some people who, you know, they think they think it's the best sex is because you know a lot of those people they don't have any boundaries, so it's like they just they just open themselves up, and then the person that they're with is also opening themselves up too, and they haven't done the work. So of course you're gonna think it's amazing, but it's not. It's just it's just the exchange, just the physical. But there's no spiritual, there's no emotional, there's there's no heart. It's just sex. So you have to be careful what you exchange between two people. See, that's what and I was trying to say, get to before the call came in. Uh, when Greg was talking about whenever he he had that experience with that lady, and then the aftermath was like, you know, unreal. He had slashed tires. So you have to be careful uh-huh. what you deliver. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then, it and be, then, it, it's like playing yeah. with a double-edged sword, you know. You have to be very careful. It is, no, it is, and no, and also yeah. a lot of people too. I just want to say that a lot of people too, like when they when they have a relationship with people, they don't realize that, you know, when you start something, that you should start from the heart. You shouldn't start from you know like your sacral chakra. You know, that is sexuality, that is representing if you have any, like, mom issues or anything. So when you connect with someone, it should, it should always be through the heart. Like, you should start off being friends and, and talking and getting to know each other. But the minute that you have sex, it's like that's why some men, they could just walk away because there's no attachment. There's no mm-hmm. emotional connection. So mm-hmm. you want to emotionally no. connect. It has to be through the heart. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. It sounds like, because see, I'm good to review because I'd be liking to take the test and mm-hmm. pass. It sounds like you're mm-hmm. saying that in order for me to have this type of sex, I have to connect at a heart level first, or are you saying that yeah. it's long? So I have to love the person in order to have a bomb sex? I can't just get the, the bomb digging pee-pee? Like, why I can't just... I, why I can't just get? I want to see the angels, but I don't want to be in love because you can be hurt. Like, why? 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 No, no. Because the because when you connect, when you guys are connected through sacral, that person you the thing is you're gonna have sex with them and you will attach your heart even though you may not want to unless you know how to close it. If you don't know how to close it, you're gonna be in trouble. Because that person can sleep with you, and then they could walk away. They could just be like, you know what, I got what I wanted from her, and I'm moving on. So you okay, have to well, be careful. Me, okay, let me ask this then. You have to be careful. Can you have an orgasm without loving somebody? Yes, you can. Or, or, okay, you so can. Can, you can have an orgasm without having the the, the chakra experience, though. Yeah, yeah. You can. Here's the thing: if you're working strictly in the physical, and not the metaphysical, working strictly in the physical, all you are doing is fulfilling a carnal need. That's it. That's all. Okay. So yes, indeed, you can have an orgasm without being in love with somebody. Okay, so if you but have saying, the chakra over. Hmm. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. ahead. No, I was going to say that over time, if you keep spending time with the person, you're exchanging that energy between you, somebody's going to start feeling something. 
So you have to know how to turn it off. Mm-hmm. You have to know how to turn it off in order for you not to fall in love. Because you exactly. see, like, a lot of people, they get involved with someone or they get married to someone or they have a long-term relationship, and then they can't understand why the man is already moving on. Like, he's moving on after six months. He doesn't even give a shit. He's, he's moved on. He doesn't even care about you because he is connected through the sacral and you're connected through the heart. And that's why mm-hmm. a lot of women, they stay stuck, you know, waiting or, or staying single for like a long time mm-hmm. because they don't know how to balance their emotions. They don't know mm-hmm. how to balance their heart. Mm-hmm. So you have to you have to learn to cut it off, it, like shut yeah, off. Yeah, you, you, you have to have a shut off switch. You and I have talked about the the shut off switch, Aaron. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I ain't never had no level of sex that's gonna make me cut nobody's ties. I ain't never had no level of sex that's gonna make me fight no other woman. And I thought that I was having pretty good sex. Now I ain't seen no bright light now. I ain't seen no bright light. But <laughs> hey, my eyes, I don't know what my eyes, <laughs> I don't know what my eyes are doing. I'm just saying, like, y'all cutting ties and, and, and going off to another realm, got people, you know, and I, I know, like, I, we've all seen the stories with the women across the country, going across the country to get to the other man, and, you know, I we had a show even where people were admitting to how many hours they have driven just to have, I think probably just this basic, sacral, contra, I can't say it, contra sex. And it was just like you drove eight hours, and it lasted an hour, really. I'm just so, I'm contrary out. Now y'all going to make me go and get my book and try to understand, because I'm just really trying to think how I'm going to get to see these bright lights without having to fall in love. But it sounds like I'm not going to be able to. Got a quick uh, 20 minutes before the end of the show. Want to let everybody say a little something before we get ready to go. Thank you, Lily, for your sister in law who came on here and broke my heart telling me I'm going to get my heart out of my life. I want the bright light without the heart. But uh, let's see. Let's start with uh, her, then we'll go with you, Lily, then. Uh, your brother, and then Greg, uh, two minutes apiece, what, what, what you'd like to leave us with. <laughs> Rachel. Oh. oh. Oh, me? Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay, sorry. Oh, man. Too much static. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I just want to say that, you know, it's not it's not something that is hard to do. Like, once you continue working on it, it's you know, everything that you want is possible, but you have to know that when you open up one chakra, you have to work on the seven, and then there's eight, nine, ten after that. So it's, it's up to you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Maybe. Um, really? Rachel went ahead and pretty much closed it out for me because, hey, we're both speaking on the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I really don't have much to say, even though I was supposed to sit back and be quiet this time. 
<laughs> okay, your brother and then Greg. Well. <laughs> Y'all chunker it out. Y'all chunker it. It's, uh, <laughs> How do you say mean, it? Damn it. It's you know, we're talking about sex. You always learn something new every day about it, you know, different feelings. And like I was saying earlier, I mean, each and every time you have it, it's just going to be different. You know, if you, if you know exactly what you're saying. Because you don't, you don't want to just do it and abuse it. You want to cherish it. And exactly. Make it, make it memorable, you know. So, mm. <laughs> Cherish the chakra. Greg, what you learn about the chakra? Um, it's interesting because I read a lot of things and uh, I've seen that chart before, but I've never really, you know, looked into it. But one thing you 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 got to know that every man is willing to open up his mind and learn and do anything a woman wants when it comes to sex. If you want to teach him something, he's gonna learn. If it's something that you need, he's going to do it, if that man really wants you. So opening up your mind and being, you know, open to learning something new about that experience is great. I just wanted to let you all know there's a book I read. Um, It's called The Art of Seduction, and uh, it's by Robert Greene, and it goes into into a lot of uh, uh, historical things, uh, and it touches on, sex, but seduction is deeper than that, but just wanted to put that out there. But I will be doing some more research about this. Listen, I have been accused of uh, teaching the art of seduction, and I have never read the book. Uh, I had to get it because I had been accused of using it on the show before, and I really hadn't even read the book. I got it, didn't read it. Uh, I think that we all needed to hear a little bit some of these chakras. I'm gonna just say I'm gonna just walk around tomorrow just saying chakra. See, I'm gonna just mess with everybody tomorrow and just say it and see if they know because I don't think people. Uh, this would have been a great uh, forum so that people can learn about it and it's something that could have been um, that can actually teach now how you actually. Learn your chakra without just getting down like real hard over and over with people. I don't know. Maybe that's I'm getting it wrong. I'm gonna have to get some books. Quick commercial break before I end the show. I'm just really gone right now because I thought I was gonna be able to. Uh, I was gonna be able to get my chakra on without having to do a whole lot of work. Even though the empire was born out of my personal experience and endeavors, the Empress welcomes everyone into the empire. If you would like to be a guest, a co-host, or simply want to suggest a topic to be discussed, contact me by email at EmpressCooperDavison at gmail.com or by my website at www.TheEmpress.com. I'm here. I'm you. We've talked about the chakras. Listen, I'm going to tell you some, some basic stuff that's just really the truth. You can improve your immune system by having sex. You can, of course, your libido, which is your longevity in sex life, and feeling good about it. I ain't talking about just having sex just to be having. I'm talking about you have a good feeling of, of, of wellness uh, by having good vaginal lubrication, good blood flow, uh, elasticity. Women's pelvic floor is better capable 
controlling that incontinence. You know, when we get older, we laugh a little, little bit and we be peeing a little bit. That's because you ain't having enough sex. You can actually have a natural bladder pack if you have uh, a stronger pelvic flo- uh, floor by having good sex. And, you know, good sex is actually a workout when you use all of your body muscles. Like some people just, I don't understand. It's like some people dance, I think. They be dancing stiff and they be having stiff. Not yet. Uh, but, yeah, you can improve your bladder control, women. Men have less cancer, prostate cancer, when they um, have uh, sex. Uh, the, they have less pain or, the, or they're able to tolerate pain better because their bodies are just used to being flooded with different hormones when they have sex. And, I, and again, we're not even talking about good sex. This is talking about basic sex. You have a lesser chance of having a psychiatric event, stress, and anxiety if you have, and not even sex, intimacy alone boosts your self-esteem when you're able to connect to somebody on a level that's private, that's just between you and two. It's like a sharing between two people. You actually just feel better. So besides the chakra, just having a healthy sex experience. And then, you know, the frequency is, uh, I couldn't really find anything that said what a healthy frequency is. And for some people, it's every day. For other people, it's at least three times a week. And for some people who claim to have a healthy, you know, sex life, it's once a month. And if they're doing that chakra where you humming, where you humming for two or three hours, maybe I wish you on that because I'm just knowing I'm going to be so tired. If you do this to me, just wrong. Like, I don't know that I can do it. Uh, I'm going to need some energy, and I'm going to need <laughs> I'm gonna need Drake to give it to me. How about that? Liquid means rewind. A gunshot means forward. You requested it, so we rewind. Yeah. yeah. Way, way, way up. Mark, 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 Turn it all up. Yeah. Look, I got enemies, got a lot of enemies, got a lot of people trying to drain me of my energy. They trying to take away from a nigga, fucking with the kid and pray for your nigga. I got girls in real life trying to fuck up my day. Fuck going online, that ain't part of my day. I got real shit popping with my family too. I got niggas that can never leave Canada too. I got two mortgages, 30 million in total. I got niggas that are still trying fucking me over. I got rap niggas that I gotta act like I like. But my acting days are over, fuck them niggas for life. Yeah, I got enemies, got a lot of enemies. Got a lot of people trying to drain me of this energy. Trying to take away from a nigga. Fucking with the kid and pray for your nigga. I got people talking down, man, like I give a fuck. I bought this one a purse, I bought this one a truck, I bought this one a house, I bought this one a mall. I keep buying shit, just make sure you keep track of it all. I got bitches asking me about the code for the Wi-Fi, so they can talk about the timeline. And show me pictures of their friends, just to tell me they ain't really friends. Ex-girl, she the female version of me. I got strippers in my life, but they virgins to me. I hear everybody talking about what they gon' be. I got high hopes for you niggas, we gon' see. I got money in the courts, so all my niggas are free. About to call your ass a Uber, I got somewhere to be. I hear fairy tales about how they gon' run up on me. Well, run up when you see me, then we gon' see. 
I got enemies, got a lot of enemies, got a lot of people trying to drain me of this energy, trying to take away from a nigga, fucking with the kid and pray for your nigga. Fuck all of you niggas, I ain't finished Y'all don't wanna hear me say it's a go Y'all don't wanna see when, when, 50 or whoa I got real ones living past Kennedy Road I got real ones with me everywhere that I go I'm trying to tell you, I got enemies Got a lot of enemies Every time I see them, something wrong with their memory Trying to take away from a nigga So tired of saving all these niggas, Mike I got enemies, got a lot of enemies, got a lot of people trying to drain me of this energy, trying to take away from a nigga, fucking with the kid and pray for your nigga. Fuck, 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 fuck.